Alright, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Educate and Elevate with Pablo and Armando. Today, we got a very special guest, my boy, my brother, right here, Miguel Reyes. Miguel, he's not only a successful entrepreneur, but you guys have probably seen him on Instagram cooking with a bandana. He's got the Durangense repping and he's got the Dodger jersey. Let's get it. <laughs> Yo, bro, welcome to the show, dog. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. Um, no, you said it yourself, bro. I feel like uh, we connected. Uh, couple weeks back but I, I feel like i've known you guys both of you for a while i think <laughs> i think the mindset was there we clicked and and like you said bro uh yeah did we, did we just become, did we just become best friends oh did we just, <laughs> we just become best friends no bro honestly and and you said we felt like we've known each other forever bro and, yeah. and i feel like one of the biggest things that you know aside from us obviously having that that latino heritage you know that's one of the biggest things but you know i felt like we really connected more on like a leadership standpoint you know, course, and, and when yeah. we, we, you know, we've been hanging out for, for a little bit. We just went to an event not too long ago uh, this weekend. Obviously, mm -hmm. it was a Christian Blends grand opening. Shout yeah, out to very Christian. very successful event. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shout out to him and, and everything that he's doing. Um, but we connected. We went to dinner. We talked about leadership things. And, and, and we just felt like it was just like a right, the right opportunity to, to talk about something that a lot of people, especially in the business world, right? You guys know that Educate and Elevate is all about entrepreneurship, leadership, finance, Um so why not have uh, a platform or why not have the opportunity to have a, you know, someone that's, that's leading. Cause one of the, you know, one of the things that I've learned is that in the restaurant industry, you, you really do have to be a, a leader, Yes. you know, and that's one of the things that we connected on, man. So, you know, you're doing great things. Shout out to everything that you're doing and, and, uh, welcome to the, welcome to the podcast, bro. Welcome to the show. I appreciate it, man. Let's get this going, bro. Um, like you said, I think leadership is, is, is super important. Um, I feel like in, in any industry, you know, I'm in the industry of hospitality and culinary arts, but um, I think overall leadership in any type of business is, is number one, but it's very crucial um, when it comes to like leading a team and building, sorry, first of all, building a team, building a strong team, and then the key people that are around you, man. I think, I think that's important on how you start <clears throat> your business and then move forward from there I've, I've worked with many people i've had different people on my team bro and it's just people come and go and is you, you have to have that um in espanol dice cautela cautela como um discernment you have to have the discernment bro to know who sticks with you who stays with you and then who, who eventually have to let go or leave on their own yeah i mean you, you said it well bro in the beginning where leadership is something that you can take with you everywhere you go yeah right you're in your business of culinary arts but you know you could take this and apply it to any kind of business that you walk into mm -hmm. so i think today was gonna be a very important episode because it's gonna be lessons that everyone could apply yeah. and i know one of the main things that everyone has in common even though not everybody may have a they have a business but what everybody does have in common is everyone does have a family yeah everyone does have a mom everyone ha does have a dad and everybody has a household so you, you mentioned a couple of things like what, what are some things that someone could implement today in the family household where, you know, they could be a better leader at home. And why is that important to you, too? Because I know you mentioned that. I think there's different points, bro, that, that I've throughout the past couple of months that I've sat there and, and reading books and talking to to big, big leaders and people that, that are very well off in, in, in business. I think that um, I was able to kind of sit down on my own and create my own points. What, what are your points in leadership? I'm talking to myself, right? Um, and I think the first one, bro, I really want to touch on the first one where a lot of people probably don't see this or, or a lot of people probably don't say it. I think your first your first 
you can say goal or your first, you can say ministry or your first, um, you can say people that, that, that employ your stuff like that is your house, bro, your home. Um, I think being, um, being somebody that's probably has a family married and kids, your first place of, of leadership is home, bro, your wife, your kids. Um, I was married, so I can tell you from experience, that's what it was, you know, um, coming home to being responsible as, as a husband, being responsible as, as a, as a father, right. Um, coming home, helping your wife, bro, um, taking care of your kids. You can be very successful out there. Um, have, you know, a million followers on Instagram. You can have, uh, your network really high. You can, you can do a lot of things out there in the world in the eyes of everybody else. But when you step in foot into your home, bro, that's your first ministry. You can't forget that. That's a big one, man. I like, I love that you're talking about that because the thing that comes to, to, to my mind is before you're a leader to the world, you have to be a leader to yourself. hundred percent. You have to, you, you have to be able to lead from within, Yeah. you know, and, and we've gotten to, to know you a little bit. And obviously when we went to dinner, not too long ago, that was one of the main things that we were talking about, right? Is, yes. is how can we lead ourselves better? Yeah. Right. So many people want to grow a business. So many people want to grow organizations. They want to grow teams. Um, but, before you grow teams, you have to grow yourself. Yes. Right. Before you love others, you have to love yourself. Hundred percent. Right. So, how can we lead ourselves? How we? How can we love ourselves? How can we pour into our cups before we start to, you know, pour into other people's cups? Right. So, I think that that's one of the biggest things, man. My question to you is like, what are some of the ways that you grow yourself? What are some of the ways that you do as a leader to? Obviously, before you you grow and you pour into your employees, yeah. what are some of the ways that you pour into yourself and 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 you, you know, you become a better leader for yourself? So it took a while, bro. That's that's a really good question because it did took it did take a while. I've been in the industry for seventeen years as of this month, um, and I started my first management position at, at twenty three years old, bro, running a hotel. So ten years ago, it was my first management position, and then throughout, I was able to work different establishments. Plus, open up my own business, um, and then have different employees. Um, I've had media teams, uh, different chefs working with me, um, servers, uh, assistants. So overall, a team of 15, 20, 15 plus people, right, uh, on staff with me. And me being young at that age, probably 24, 25, 26 years old, bro, um, still having my mentors. Um, I think that it's, it, it took a while for me to really grasp what a leader was, you know, a leader, I don't feel like it's somebody that, you know, I have a title, I'm a leader, I'm a chef, or, you know, I'm the manager, or, general, or GM, whatever you want to, you know, have your title as. I, I don't think that considers you a leader, bro. I, I Me, I'm, if you guys, I, I think we talked before, <clears throat> you guys know that I'm not about titles, bro. I mean, at the end of the day, you're Pablo, you're Armando, and I'm Miguel, and that's what it is, you know. Who cares what our title is? Uh, to that's the good. You know what I mean? Uh, at the end, this is who we are, but what we are as a person, we have to kind of, Show the world, show the yeah. people we work with, right? Yeah. Regardless of what badge or what crap you have on your shirt, you know what I'm saying? Um, but to answer your question, I think it took me it took me a while to really grasp the word leadership, right? Uh, I, I mentioned to you right now that um, leadership starts at home, right? If you're married, you take care of the wife, right? You have kids, you take care of your kids. You come home, um, and you're, if your wife's cooking, she cooks, you wash, bro. It is what it is. That's, I think that's what it is. Period. She's a business owner. A lot of people about to love you, bro. Huh? A lot of people hearing this are about to love you. That's even though that's uh, you're saying a lot of people may not be living like that. No, it, you know? it, it, and they're not, bro. I, I mean, I've seen it. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm speaking here from personal experience of, of stuff 
you know, that, that kind of I had to go through to to where to put me to where I'm at now mentally, right? Yeah. Physically, mentally, and everything, right? Yeah. So I'm telling you, if you have a family and the wife, you get home from a long day of work and, and, and you have a business, she has a business or she has a successful career um, and she's cooking, bro, don't come and, 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 and hey, let me get a beer and sit down and watch the game. You know what I'm saying? Get up and help her and wash. Wash the dishes. You She cooks, you wash. Or you set up the table. Or you take care of the kids. Or you help the kids with their homework. That That's a leader, bro. You know, don't don't expect to come home and sit down and, and do nothing. You take that back to work. Your, your employees are working and you're sitting down watching them. It, it doesn't apply like that. It doesn't work like that way. Mm, I see where the, cor- the correlation. You know, you know what I'm saying? Same, that, yeah, if you're doing it at home. And, and if you can't do that at home, what makes you think you're going to go home? I mean, sorry. What makes you think you're going to go out in the world and do it? Right. right? And, and I feel like a lot of people... Right now, especially because of social media, you want to go out there and, and portray to the world, I'm a big badass person, you know? I like um, that. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I I have followers. I got the blue check mark next to my name. I got the the, the views. I got the likes. I got everything that, that makes me, in the world's eyes, be that guy, that person, Looks right? like a leader. Yeah, of course. But at home, you can't even help the wife sweep him up, bro. You know, that's a, that's a big fact, it's too, a man, because we talk about... You know, we talk about the mirror effect and we talk about triggers and we talk about a lot of these different things. And and one of the things that I've kind of just sat back and just just by studying others, right, just by studying, being a student of life. What I've realized is that a lot of leaders that call themselves leaders that, that look like leaders, they get triggered by certain things. And what those triggers really are is just a reflection of what we're dealing with inside. Of course. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For example, you know, I used to get mad when my employee showed up late. But then when I started understanding, okay, let me look a little bit deeper, right? Why, why am I getting mad about that, right? Well, it was because I wasn't holding myself accountable to showing up on time when I say, hey, it's at 10 o'clock. I got to be there at 9.50, 9.45, right? That's a a little one. bit about my upbringing was, you know, I don't know if you know this, bro, but I went to military school, right? Mm-hmm. So leadership for me, I was around leadership I, I grew up around guys that were in the marine corps army navy all the all the services right okay. and leadership something that i learned is i i felt like it was it was caught not necessarily taught just by studying other mentors right studying other people and leadership does make a difference when you're trying to build an organization when you're trying to build a company when you're trying to build a family right i haven't i haven't necessarily built a family yet but at some point i will but i feel like I, I honestly feel like I'm learning a lot of the things now through the through the the platform of business, through the platform of life to be able to be that better leader. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's an interesting point too, because no one really I mean, you're like you're right, bro. We learned this in business, but no one ever talks about bringing it home with you or making it like a personal thing. I think I forgot who told me, but someone did tell me where like your personal life is the re- only reflection of your business life. So your yeah. personal life is all fucked up. That's not, that's your business too. Yep. Right? So I like what Pablo said too about the mirroring and triggering. I've actually had someone tell me that too, where if you don't like something about someone, like a personality trait, it's most likely because there's something in that person that reminds you that something of yourself, something that you don't like about yourself. So, sometimes, it, sometimes I think it's like that, bro. Uh, yeah. I think that that uh, you get triggered with little things when, when you know, especially even when when somebody tells you. you I think I've learned that if you if you really pay attention to the person you're talking to, you tell them, "Hey, bro, ponte las pilas con esto." You know what I mean? And, and they take it personal, mentally they're they're checked out, bro. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You if, if somebody it's comes not up, on you. Yeah. If somebody comes up to me and and I have people that come up to me, call me out. Hey, don't do this, don't do that, or why are you doing this, or why are you, you know, get get on track. I take it personal. I'm like, all right, appreciate that, you know. 
But if, if I were to get mad, mentally, I'm, I'm checked out, number one. And number two is like, I'm very weak-minded. You know, somebody's actually taking the time to call me out on something that I'm doing wrong. Like, bro, God bless, bro. Thank you. You know, I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, coachable. Let, let, let's, let's, uh, exactly. What can yeah. I work on there? Exactly. Yeah. Is it is it something that I really do need to work on? Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and say for whatever reason, you know deep down inside, it's not something that you need to work on. You take it, bro. You walk away and apply what, what, what he said or what she said. Apply it to a certain extent. If you don't need to apply it, you know you're solid, then it is what it is, you know? Yeah. But I think that um, as a leader, you have to, number one, be that leadership leader at home as, as a, a and we're all male. So as a male figure, husband, you know, be that leader at home. Um, um, if you're not married, I feel like be a leader with, with, if you have a partner, your girlfriend, you know, a fiance, be a leader with them because that, I think that's where it all starts. It's all fundamental stuff, bro. You have to start from the bottom and then kind of work your way up. So okay. let's, I kind of want to talk about fundamentals, bro, yeah, yeah. because someone's hearing you and they're like, damn, all right, I'm gonna be a leader. I feel good. Like a lot of like, let's get it. But what are some some fundamental steps that now someone can implement? For example, I'm just going to say one. Jordan Peterson, um, he's actually a guy I really look up to. He talks about just baking your bed in the morning. Super simple. But right when you wake up, have that structure where you do this daily. Like it's a daily habit. And I know yeah. Pablo talks about that too in his, in his daily habits. So what's something that someone who's listening or, you know, for both of you, for both of you gentlemen, that someone's listening that they can now implement on steps to becoming a better leader? That, that's perfect, bro. I was actually in touch there right now because, say, all three of us, we're not married, right? But we're, we're trying to be leaders in our own industry, mm. okay? If we're not married, and I talked about the, the, the family, but if you're not married, bro, be a leader to yourself before you be a leader to, to your team. And what you said is perfect. You wake up, first thing I do, you, I can't leave my house without doing my bed. You do your bed, bro. Do your bed and make sure your house is clean. Number one, bed is done house is clean you know everything is spotless right mm -hmm. and then and then go out by your day your prayers or whatever is how your routine goes gym whatever you got planned for the day go throughout the day doing it but you can't not leave your house and it's like i'm gonna go leave this team i got this event and in my case i got this event that i gotta do i gotta cook for x y and z or do my thing leave my house is a mess like how 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 do you start that mm -hmm. you know how do you start your day all jacked up first of all yeah and expect to be a successful person throughout your day you know what I mean? So I think it's very important. Number one, it, whether it's you get up and you say a prayer or, or you do your bed and then whatever your routine is, I think that that's that's important, bro. Yeah. Do do step the fundamentals. That step That's one. a really big one, man. And and what I would actually add on to that as well is that I think what defines a really good leader is is the ability to serve. Because when you're in a, in a, in a leadership position, I feel like how how the question I ask myself is how can I serve better? Mm -hmm. Right? When we start thinking about idols or when we start thinking about role models you know or influencers right the number one influencer when it comes to leadership i think is the greatest influencer of all time was jesus christ right and he was he had the ability to influence right mm -hmm. christianity is not to get religious or spiritual but christianity is one of the biggest followings of all time and when we start thinking about that influencer that influencer was jesus and what what type of leader was he he was a servant right he wasn't like, what can I take? He wasn't out there giving out demands. He was actually somebody there like, how can I serve you, right? How can I bring something to you, right? And I feel like when you apply those simple principles of just being able to serve others, how can I make you better in business, right? Babe, how can I help you today? How can I help you with your goals, right? I was listening to a podcast this morning with Ed Milet and, and Jay Shetty, and one of the questions that they have 
uh, they were talking about love, right? And it was like one of the questions, there's four different questions and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about them here in a bit, but it was like, how can I help you in your journey? How can I help you in your goals? Right. Whether that be with a business partner, whether that be in a relationship, whether that be with your family, it's like, how can I help serve? And how can I provide that value to you? Right. I think that personally is what makes you a really good leader. And that's something that I even do with a lot of the people on our team is like, look, it's not about me. It's never been about me. It may look like it's about me, but it's not about me. It's how can I serve you? Right. Maybe you you're, you're somebody that like like Miguel, right? Like you're a server. Right. Before you're a chef, you're a server. You're coming from a place of value. You're coming from a place of like, I want to help you enjoy this experience. Yes. Right. And I think that that's one of the things that that's really, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, bro, I'm, I'm just going out in the limb, bro, but I feel like that's something that really makes you stand out. You know what I mean? Is you have that in you just naturally, right? You're a natural server. You're a natural server, I should, I should say, right? And what are some of the things that like, obviously being in the in the restaurant, or I should say in the culinary industry, right? Being that server, what are some of the stories that maybe you could kind of share with us that that you've been placed in a in a in a position where you you had to really utilize those leadership qualities? Because being in the restaurant industry or in the culinary industry, you 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 guys have to have leadership skills. Yeah, I think um, like, like I mentioned, it, it's just it, it was a learning experience. Number one, uh, once I got to the point where like, okay, this is what a leader is. Um, it's obviously it's an everyday everyday learning experience but when when you're in the in the hospitality industry bro you, you were saying it right now um it starts from being a servant right uh in my case being in the kitchen part um washing dishes right that's where i started washing dishes and then also um going into the prep work going to the the, the kitchen part of it and then from there jumping out to the front which is called front of the house and, and making sure that everybody that walks into through that door, bro, is um, walks out with an experience. I think that, that's for me what it is. Uh, and I, I want to go off a little bit on, on the culinary part, but I was yesterday mm-hmm. having a, a really good workout. One of my buddies, he's just, he's just working on opening up his own facility. I, I told him, make sure that whoever walks in through that door coming into you, make it personal. Why, why, why do you, when you talk about personal, per, making something personal while making an experience for someone? Yeah. Like, why is that important, and how has that changed you in elevating yourself among your peers? I think it's that's that's a dope question, bro. Because every person that walks in through that door, whether it's a it's in your office, yeah, whether it's a gym, whether it's a restaurant, yeah, um, I can guarantee you, we don't know what they're going through, right? One hundred percent, we don't know what they're going through. So, if by the fact that you just open the door for them and you greet them with a smile, hey, bro, how you doing? Or hey, ma'am, how's everything going? Hope your day's going well. Let me know if you need anything. I'm here to service you. Bro, with that, whatever the heck they were going through before they stepped into that door, maybe you deleted all that. Yeah. Maybe you probably muted that. Maybe you just numbed it for a bit, you know? They come into your office, you sit down, you come consultation or whatever, or they come into a restaurant, they sit down and have some good food. And then, bro, it's just how you treat them. And then you follow up with them throughout the day, throughout the time they're there, you know? I think it's very important as, as you make every client, every person you meet, you make it personal. You were talking yeah. about, um, you're talking about Jesus Christ right now. What did, what did he do? Everybody right. knows this, bro. It has nothing to do with religion. What did he do? He died on the cross. He died on the cross. What did he do with that? He took everybody's burning, everybody's burning, everybody's sin. He took it upon himself. So perfect example. We can't go, we can't go wrong with that one, right? So 
what are we what i think us as leaders what are we supposed to do take to a certain extent people's burden upon us mm. right not everybody can be a leader bro you're in, you're i was gonna say that's a, that's yeah. a lot of pressure yeah, for a lot is. of people and, and that's that's the that's what you have when you sign up to be a leader when you say okay i want to start a business anybody can say that anybody can yeah say you that. hear that a lot nowadays yeah. right everyone wants to start a business but no one knows what comes along with it exactly the long hours the long days the long days the the, the pressure the 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 say el compromiso sí. el compromiso que que tienes contigo mismo first of all yeah you have you have the commitment with yourself not with everybody else not with your employees not with the people that come in with yourself make yourself that leader at home make yourself a leader as a husband as a personal uh, if you're single as a person um and then when people are coming through your door or out there even meeting people bro dude come on wh wh how long is it going to take you to go out there and hey how are you hope you have a good day you know how people i don't know i think i think overall you're practicing it throughout the day you know you mentioned something that's really big both of you guys and 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 that's everyone wants to be a leader until it's the time to be a leader everyone wants the title before Everybody they actually start feeling the pressure yeah and i think what defines a really good leader is somebody that could show up in the in the midst of the darkness yeah somebody that could show up and say hey you know what I have the humility of saying, hey, you know what? I did mess up. I could have done better, right? Everyone wants to be a leader before the pressure is applied. Well, it's kind of like important too to put in the work when you're not getting any kind of results. Yeah. For a while. That's a big one. Like that's huge. Imagine like you put in all this work and you're like, dude, what? Like I ain't got nothing. People are asking you too and you got nothing really to show for it, but you know your time is coming. It's yeah. also having that faith, right? I mean, we talk about Jesus, right? It's about having that faith that your time will come even though you're putting in the work. And that's something that, I mean, you emphasize too, Pablo, is like, is put in the work now and now you start to see the fruits of your fruition, the fruits of your labor later on. Yeah. Yeah. It, it takes it takes a while, bro. Um, I think it takes a solid 10 to 12 years for you guys to see. Dang, that's a long time. It, it takes a while, yeah, bro. A while. And, and, you know, it, it took me, to, honestly, to, I can say, like, all right, dude, I'm well off, and, and I left all my jobs and everything. It's taking about 10 years, bro. 10 years? 10 to 12 years, solid to where I'm like, all right. But I'm talking I'm talking since I was in the dish pit all the way through my, you can say, where I exploded and be like, all right, dude, I'm, I'm good to be. Dude, talk about that off. journey, bro. Yeah, let, let's talk yeah, about your journey a, a little bit, because obviously we opened up with leadership, but what people don't may not know is, like, who's, who's this Miguel guy I've been seeing? They have been hanging out with, with Pablo and Armando. They're doing a bunch of yeah. things, right? They, they see you're a chef. But bro, tell us a little bit about like your journey as as a as a chef and and kind of where you started in a couple of minutes. Perfect. Yeah, of course. I, I don't want to touch too much in, into the washing dishes and prepping and cooking. I mean, it's it's just it was part of my journey and sorry journey. And I think as a chef uh, or anybody that wants to be in, in a management or leadership position, you have to start from the bottom. And yeah. I think that's just period. that's strong, bro. Yeah, yeah. I but, like that. But I yeah. think what really took my career to a different level was six to seven years of working um, in the hotel business as a chef, but I was working under somebody, you know, somebody took me under their wing um, and they taught me everything that had to do with the management side, right? Being a chef for me is not somebody that cooks. And you can go on, on, on social media, you can go on, on the Food Network and, oh, the, anything has to do with chef, they're all cooking, right? But realistically, bro, being a chef is not is not somebody that cooks. Being a chef is somebody that knows how to manage, knows uh, kitchen finances, knows how to cost out a menu, 
when you go to a restaurant, there's a, okay, you're paying for, you know, a certain dish, 20 bucks. Why 20 bucks? A chef needs to know why 20 bucks. The cost of it, the, you know, uh, how long is it going to take to make? You know, how long is the product, each product, you cost it out and you give it a, a price, right? Um, and it's just, I think as a chef, you, I learned all that, bro. I learned costing, I learned management, I learned uh, how to schedule on, on, on schedule employees with, uh, according to labor costs, you know, all the labor, um, uh, according to how the revenue, uh, sorry, how the, um, the forecast of the hotel looked throughout the week, you know, if it was busy, if it was slow, you schedule accordingly. So it, it's just a lot more than just showing up with chef coat, bandana, let me cook it up. But, you know, as a chef, you also have to get very creative when it comes to the culinary side. Get creative, stay up to date with what's new, uh, what dishes are out, different products, different ingredients. And then also have the the, the fundamentals real strong when it comes to, like, um, knife skills, bro, marinating, prepping, all that stuff. You have to have that solid. It's a lot of work. So Super That's, solid, yeah, bro. It's a lot of work, but I also, what I want a lot of people to, to realize is that that took time to learn. Oh, yeah. You said that took 10, extra, that 10 took, years, 10, 12 yeah, years. Yeah, and that also took extra time of you probably being off the clock. Oh. Right? So and you, the you difference be, the difference it. between, I mean, Robert Kuwasaki talks about all the time, is that the difference between a self-employed or an employee and a business owner is the business owner is the one putting in overtime. The yeah. one's putting in, he's the one putting, he or she's the one putting in, hey, I'm going above and beyond. Yeah. Right? And sometimes if you want to be in this leadership position, I would say all the time, you have to go above and beyond. You have to be willing to put in extra hours. You have to be willing to sacrifice time with time with family sometimes. You have to be willing to sacrifice and and put yourself in a position to now go out to this networking event or this take this extra course or learn, read, consistently be reading. I think that's one of the biggest things is that, you know, leaders are readers, right? Yeah, leaders right. are learners. Leaders are the ones that go above and beyond. And you could tell right now is that, the reason that you're in the position that you're in today is because of all those extra hours, those sacrifices, right? Exactly. I'm sure there's been times where you've, you know, blood, you, you've probably cut yourself in the, in the kitchen doing something that you shouldn't have been doing. Right. So it's like, it's, it's being that person that goes above and beyond. That's what I'm really getting. I mean, at. sacrifice is huge, bro. Just like I'm sacrificing Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to throw that out there when you were saying that I was like, you know what? Like cause tomorrow, you know, bring that up a little bit. Tomorrow we got a huge event. What, what what is it, Miguel? I think you can explain it a little bit better, bro. Like tomorrow, like what we're doing in Picolandia. So tomorrow, I want to take these two guys um, to Pico Rivera. I know, I know, I, I don't think either of you been there. Huh? No, I've I never haven't. Been. I never. I heard so a lot about it. We. I want to, you know, a little bit about me on the personal side. I'm I'm really into like the horse charreria, like the sport. Uh, it's very popular in Mexico with the horses. Um, I'm really into that right now, or past couple of years. And I want to take both of you guys to have that experience, right? Go in there, do your thing, get all the charros getting ready and the horses. And also experience, you know, get on the horse, experience, experience the vibe. It's a whole different vibe, bro. Uh, um, yeah, for sure. You know, the banda music, the, the, the you know, everybody, the, the drinks, all that. Dude, it's a vibe. I want you guys to experience it. Um, so, I mean, tomorrow, like, let them tap in and, and see what we got, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, going to be a lot in. of fun. Yeah, it's going to be some good, it's going to be some good, um, Ration though, for sure, though. Yeah. yeah. No, we have to, bro. And, and like you sick. said, sacrifice. You know, and to go back to what we were talking about, you said sacrifice is, is super important um, when it comes to any industry. You, you were saying something right now, Pablo, that, that kind of, you know, started working my mind. You said, you probably cut yourself or you probably have done this. Bro, I, there's so many times where I've cut myself, where I, where I had to be operated, where 
uh, I was wearing a cast, and I was still at work, bro. I was still doing my thing. I remember I was washing dishes with one hand. I was, I was uh, doing other things that I had to do. I was there, and I couldn't work, but I was sitting down next to my mentor, taking notes, bro. I think right now, like all these things came back to my memory. I have about three notebooks sitting in my closet, super like crusty pages, but there's just like two, three notebooks of just notes, bro. Of, of of everything I mentioned previously on, on finances and kitchen and all that stuff. But um I think that that's very important. A lot of hours that are not you don't get paid for, bro. And I was an employee, bro. I was, I was, an, was gonna I, say, I was bro, is that you your leadership like school became as an employee. Like oh, you, yeah. you didn't you weren't on where you are right now ten years, five years ago, but you treated yourself as that because you knew what your vision was gonna be. I, I knew it. And starting look and this is this goes back to washing dishes. When I started washing dishes, and I still remember, uh, my dad told me, he's like, if you're going to wash dishes, make sure you're the best dishwasher best dishwasher in the company mm-hmm. and that your goal, ultimate goal is to be a chef, right? At that point, I was 18. I didn't, I didn't know I wanted to be a, a chef forever. I was like, all right, might as well, if I'm going to jump in to wash dishes, let me be the best. And, you know, so I remember uh, real quick, it was from, I worked from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m., right, as a dishwasher slash prep. I was, I was prep, I was making the chips for the chips and salsa, bro. I would fry that. That's how I started. And then uh, at Acapulco restaurant. you know, In Pomona? Uh, in Montclair. They're, I think. Yeah. It's closed down. Oh, now. okay. There's another But, uh, but uh, that was my second uh, job in the industry. But um, I started doing that. And then I would get off at 3, 3, 3.30-ish. At 4, 4.30-ish, the, the, the PM um, employee showed up, all the cooks and stuff. So I would take like a 30-minute break in between, grab something to eat. And at 4 o'clock, I would jump in, bro, and start cooking. I would jump into, it was called the line where everybody cooks. I would jump in, and, and, the, and the chef was like, hey, man, like, what are you doing? What are you still doing here? You clocked, out, you clocked out at 3. I was like, I want to learn. He said, but I can't pay you. I was like, I didn't ask you to pay me. I want to learn. Mm. And I would stand next to the guys and show me. And you got all these tickets coming out, bro. And I'm like, what the hell? I couldn't even read them, bro. I was just learning how to read them. I was learning how to, like, there's different codes and stuff. And and I was just learning how to make enchiladas, bro, how to make burritos, the basic stuff, bro. And I was 18, 19 years old. And I was like, dude, I, I, like, that. I like the pressure. I like this. And I would do from 4 to, like, 11, like back the next day. So I did that for years, bro. I think overall I worked 10 years straight, two full-time jobs, seven days a week, bro. You know, you're Damn, saying bro. that, bro. And, and what I'm thinking is that, like, and this is not throwing shade on anybody, but I hear it all the time. I want to make six figures. I want to make seven figures. I want to make eight figures a month, but I don't want to show up to a Monday morning meeting. I want to make all this money, but I don't want to show up to a training. I want to grow a team, but I don't want to pour into myself. You have to put in that extra time. You have to, bro. You have to put in that extra time. That's a... That's a... That's sick, And I get passionate about that, bro, because like... You know, as being in a, for example, like in our world, it's like a broker role. Yeah. It's like we constantly pour and pour and pour into our team. And that's something that I really love about Armando is that he goes above and beyond. You'll see Armando here on a Sunday afternoon. You'll see Armando here. He'll, he'll never say it. It's not just Coachella. He'll never say it, bro. (laughs) But that's something that I really admire about him, bro, is that he'll be here on a Sunday putting in the extra hours. He'll be here at 10, 11 o'clock at night, making phone calls, helping his clients, and that's something that I really admire about you, bro. And I Appreciate think that that's that, something that you're developing uh, within yourself and working on within yourself that you may not think so, bro, but you're going to be at a, you already are an amazing leader because you have influence. You have that ability. People are seeing you do it 
And 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 now they're believing in themselves like, man, if Armando's doing it, I could do it too. Well, that same feeling, bro, that I guess you're saying other people have is the same feeling I had when I first stepped in too. Because I stepped in with no leadership, no one really to look up to. Um, obviously, I have people, but not really like that. You know, this was sometime last year, man. And I came off like really kind of a dark time. I was kind of like getting fucked up. I was getting, excuse the language, you know, but I was drinking a lot, bro. I was like going out to the clubs. Like my scene was just like all that. You know, I feel like we've all kind of been there. Like yeah. the Mujeriego, like that's yeah. just kind of like what our deals, deal, like our family roots tell us to do. Especially like when you see, let's say like you see a woman and you don't go talk to her. Like my deals, my, like not gonna lie, not throwing shit at her because it's love, you know, all love. Um, but they'll tell me like, yo, you don't do that shit. Like if you're not going to go talk to that, then you know, what are you? Right. And as a young kid, though, like that stays in you. Yeah. And you kind of like apply, you kind of live through that. So now realizing now uh, when I walked into Pablo's office, like I think it was like October, November, um, I was really just looking for like a different meaning, a different direction in my life. I knew I have, I've always had to drive, but it's just kind of like putting yourself in the right direction. Because if you're, if you're driving on a dirt road versus an IP road, it's a lot different. Even though you could be the nicest car, but it's different. Mm -hmm. It's a different drive. So, so thank you, Pablo. Put him in that direction, bro. And that's why, like, right now, like, all I want to do is work. And then I see you work, and then that's it just makes it a lot easier to do that. Yeah, man. And, and I'd say that, like, that that just comes from who you surround yourself with, right? It goes back to, you know, I appreciate that, man, but it all goes back to the people even I've surrounded myself with, right? I would say mentorship is is something that who you see today was not the person that I was 10 years ago. Same thing with Miguel. Who you are today is probably not someone that you were – five years ago, last year, right? Is that when you start surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals or individuals that you're like, man, you know what? He has or she has something that I want to learn from, right? Become a student of life, right? We were in the sauna the yeah, other day, the right? With this dude that we randomly met and I told the story on Monday is that, you know, there's two types of schools, right? You have traditional schools where you graduate from, you get your degree or you get your diploma and then you have the school of life that there's no necessary, like, you don't you never graduate, graduate, right? It's a constant evolutionary process. It's a constant evolution of you learning, mm -hmm. right? And when we become a student of life, you're constantly learning. You're constantly surrounding yourself with new environments. You're constantly learning, right? And then you take it, you apply it, and now you can teach it to others. And when you're able to now teach it to others and influence others, I feel like that's what really makes you a great leader, Right? And everything that you're doing, that you're going to be doing here in the near future, which we'll get into, right, is, is, you know, it's just things that you've learned that you're passing on to other people. And, and I feel like too, that's what's, what makes you a great leader. Is he, you talk about environment. I feel like, Miguel, like you're putting, you, you talk about, you told us, bro, that you're putting yourself in environments that are like um, business owners, you know, all this kind of things. Like, what are some things that, that you say that you're putting yourself and challenging yourself these days? Because you've been through a lot, so... These kind of days, what kind of things are you challenging yourself with to be a better leader, a better family member, and a better better father figure? Well, not father figure, but, you know, better overall individual. <laughs> All that's oh, your horse. <laughs> yeah. I got two kids, bro. I'm, I'm a single dad. <laughs> um, no, I think uh, putting myself in, in the circle, especially when I met you guys, putting myself in the circle where where I'm surrounded by like-minded people, like both of you, right? Um, I don't think age is, has nothing to do with it, bro. I hang out with, with, you guys are both younger than me, but you guys are in the same mindset, bro. I hang out with people older than me, and these guys are in, in what you were talking about, in that party scene that, you know, it, it was fun. It was fun while it lasted, bro, but how well, how far can you get with that? 
You know what I mean? So I had to take steps back. I did some personal readjustments. Now I'm hanging out with the right people. I have a business mentor. I have, uh, you know, mentors that push me throughout that I still keep in touch with. I have friends that keep me on track. Um, and I think that that's very important, bro. Keep yourself surrounded by the right people that would keep you accountable to your ultimate goals, right? Um, and then I'm not saying don't have fun, party it up. Like, we're going to have fun tomorrow. We're going to have fun the next couple of days. But um, know your limits. Mm. You know, know your like limits, that. bro. Know your limits. If you're going to have a drink, hey, bro, why, why you got to get plastered for? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, if you're going to go out and, and, you know, hang out with the boys, hey, tomorrow I got a meeting, bro, so I got to dip early, you know? Oh, no, that, but That's why? a big one, too, man. I yeah, mean, taking it back to leading at home, right? Like, even I've made mistakes in the past where, yeah, of course, we've all been there, right? But it's like, even, like, being a leader of, of yourself, like, guys, like, <laughs> I may get some shade for this one, but guys, like, if if you're gonna if you're gonna be in a relationship too, like be loyal to your woman as well. Absolutely. Lead yourself in that direction. One hundred percent. Like if not, yeah. then just weave your way out of it. You get what I'm saying? So but it's like why if is that important? Out there, why is that important, bro? If I ever see you guys like talking to other girls, oh, I'm leaking that for sure. No, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I think that's a big one, bro. But even surrounding yourself with other men that are gonna keep you accountable yeah, for you that. Yeah. But yeah. what I would say is that because accountability is really big, which I want to tap into here in a, just a couple of minutes. But I think it's important because you have to, as a man, you carry that responsibility as anything, really, even as a business owner. As, a, as an individual, you have to hold yourself to a certain standard. And talking about business and talking about those things, if you have a business partner that's cheating on his wife or vice versa, cheating on their man, imagine what they're going to do to you and your business. Exactly. Mm. There you go. Yeah, that's yeah. a big one. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's perfect. They're probably going to cheat on your business. What makes you think that they're not going to undercut you on a deal or something like that? Right. It's a loyalty factor. It goes deeper than that. Yeah. I had somebody ask me, I was at an event the other day. They asked me, hey, would you ever do business with somebody that's cheating on their wife? And I said, I said, you know what? I took a moment. I said, that's a great question. But ideally, I wouldn't necessarily not do business with them. But I would ask them, hey, why are you doing this? How can we get better from it? Mm -hmm. If not, then weave your way out of it. And I'm not throwing shade at anybody because it's a very difficult topic to talk about. But what I would tell them is, hey, let's not do that. If you don't, if you're not going to stay loyal, walk your way out of it. Yes, it's going to hurt either that or make the adjustment. Absolutely. But you can't be playing on both. Yeah. You can't be playing on both teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't play on the Dodgers and on the Angels. I got to pick a team. Yeah. Right? So either you're in or you're out. That's one of the mentalities I have. I remember Goget told me this last last time I, when I talked to him. He's like, I wouldn't even hang out with someone who cheats on who I know cheats on their, their partner. I was like, why, bro? Like, just, you know, curious. Like, why? He's like, kind of similar to what you guys are saying is like, that's only reflection of who you are. Like if that's your that you're kind of like lying, mischievous, then in reality, like like Paul was saying, like with the business side of it, I feel like that kind of overshares like the personal skills, like what you do in your personal life, only goes on to your business life. Absolutely, and that, like we talked to since we started the podcast, everything starts at home, bro. If you're not solid at home with your partner or with yourself, how are you gonna go out there and, and try to close deals and 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 even in my case cook up some good food. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm speaking from personal experience, bro. Um, just all the stuff I've been through in life. You go into the kitchen and you're not focused, man. You're checking your phone. You're kind of focused and cooking some good food. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't know if you guys heard the phrase. It's, it's kind of funny in Spanish, but when 
you guys go to your mom's house and you, she makes some like some spicy salsa. People usually say, "Oh, that was in Ohio," you know, <laughs> because it's hot, bro. It's spicy, and, and that goes that goes on the other on the other side too. If if I'm cooking one day and I'm not I'm not doing good here, or say if I was married and I was cheating on my lady or or doing my thing outside, bro, I'm gonna go into the kitchen up here. I'm not gonna be all right, and you're gonna taste it on my food. Mm. You're gonna see it in my service. You're gonna see it. That's face, interesting. Bro. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you're so gonna wear those emotions. Hundred percent. That that energy is gonna gonna translate, yeah. and people that are really close to you, they're gonna feel that too. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna be like, "Hey, Miguel, Pablo, Armando, they're not they're they're not all there today." Yeah. Or they just won't tell you, and won't, but they won't be you won't be connecting the same. Yeah, and that's important as a leader. It's important because it, it happened to me. You know, I went through like uh, a divorce and all this, and all the all the the servers, man, they they knew like this guy's checked the hell out, and I was obviously it was something super strong that yeah. I was going through personally. But I still had to go out there and execute. But it's not the same thing, bro. It's not the same thing. Yeah. So if you're able to control, like you were saying, Paul, if you're able to control a lot of decisions you make in your personal life for the better, you're going to go out there and produce 100%, bro. 100%. You know, you have the ability to go out there and get on different different type of stages, bro. Go out there and impact people. Dude, you got to be solid. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think it's, it's clear conscious, bro. Yeah. It's clear conscious, like... If you really want to perform at your ultimate highest optimal level, you have to have that clear conscious. Bro, come on, let's let, let's be I I'll be the first to say like growing up, I didn't have the best I didn't make the best decisions, right? Yeah. We talked to two, three different four different girls at one time like dang, like dang, that that's Damn, rough, bro. bro. That not All to right, mention bro. fellas. Guys, this takes a lot of freaking time. Like that's a full-time job to manage that yeah, many, so, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like like get yourself right, man. Stay committed to one. Like if you're not going to stay committed to one, then then just don't then don't just just don't don't commit. Well, aside from the relationship thing too, I think deep down though every young man, every at least for the most end, you know, I feel like we all kind of fight the urge of the temptations, the vices, not just women. It's going to be It there. could be alcohol. Anything. Money. It could be, yeah. It could be, you know, strippers, whatever, Working. right? Whatever Bad. it may be. Baddies. Stripper. Baddies, Mom. yeah. You know, but you fight the vices versus you fight versus you know you know what you're going to do. Like, you know you got to do this, but you're also like, damn, this is pulling me this way. Is there a certain time, and asking both of you guys, is there a certain time in your life where you're like, you know what, fuck, you know, forget that. I don't need that no more. Let me focus on what I got to do. Because many times it takes a lot, some people a lot longer in life to actually realize that, like, let me get my shit together. Versus someone else is like, let me get my shit together early. For me, it was, uh, it, it took me, I can say a while, you know, like I mentioned, I was, I went through a divorce. Um, and then you get, you know, um, after a divorce, you get your couple months to a year where you're like, dude, I want to go ham and just go all out and do what Pablo said, you know. But it, it dude, I'm, I'm going to be 34, right? You look uh, young, I'm, bro. You look I'm, good. I'm, I'm, I look good, bro. You look good. <laughs> so, I think I'm in the best Armando said that like five times. Armando said that. You look good. I need you to know something. You look really good. <laughs> I think Armando says that every time he sees me, bro. I know, babe. All right. <laughs> but uh, no, you know what I'm saying? To answer your question, bro, I think it's just a personal thing. It, it goes back to what we just said. Who, you hang, who do you hang around with? Yeah. And then those people are going to kind of uh, put you on check. And then to go back to the relationship thing, I kind of want to touch on one thing you said right now. You get to a point where you're hitting up three, four, five different girls, right? And, and girls are doing the same thing, bro. Hitting up four or five different guys or, you know. And I think it's just, it's it's vice versa, right? And I think I've been in the circle with different business owners, millionaires, billionaires, bro, way older than me. And they all say the same thing, Miguel. 
in this case, Pablo, Armando, you guys can only get so far by yourself. So far. You can be on different stages every weekend, bro, and get so far. and be like, damn, dude, I'm stuck. I hit a wall. You can sell all these houses, bro, and be like, damn, I hit a wall. I can open a million restaurants. Damn, I hit a wall. They all say the same thing, bro, and, and I think it's very true. You find that one person, that one woman that's on the same mindset as you, not to have her behind you as a backbone. People say, oh, I need my backbone. No. You're your partner, bro. Your partner in crime. The one's going to be right next to you. Like, and, and and people say, oh, a relationship is 50-50 for me. And maybe people are going to hate, hate me for this, but I don't think a relationship is 50-50. What if one day I'm, I'm a 30%? She's going to come in with the 70. What if one day she's, you know, 30? I come in with the 70. And I pick her up. Come on, let's go. Or like you said right now, having a, a relationship where, where you push your partner, whether she's your girlfriend, fiance, or, or wife, bro, you start from there. You push them. Hey, make sure you call them in the morning. Hey, did you say your prayers? Hey, what's your what's your list going on for today? What do you got going on for today? I got this going on. Okay, call her throughout at the end of the night. How did that list go? Did you finish it? No, why not? Okay, keep keep him or her accountable. You know what I mean? And I think that's super, super important because you transfer all that, whether it's your girlfriend, you transfer that to being your fiance, and then eventually being your wife. And then when you have a kid, you guys are both in the same mindset, especially if you're talking to somebody that's in in the business mentality that's running a business or something like that i think that um if you're able to both become a solid team different industries become one team bro this guy's is living that's fine 100 yo drop the mic on that one man yeah. let me disconnect that's this real quick i'm going home <laughs> i'm done hey <laughs> right, ladies, that, no ladies. but really i think that that's something that even well, make, we were having that conversation that at, one, at, at, at dinner the other night man and and that's something that's really big is not just accountability but also like picking each other up, you know, picking each other up. And that could be in business as well. You know what I mean? I, I'll share a quick story with you guys is that, you know, Alexis and I, obviously we're building this, this business together and, and she's, she's not my, I, I, I like the way you said that. She's not my backbone. She's my partner, mm -hmm. right? She's obviously somebody that, you know, very young, but just so ahead of her years. And I'm so proud of everything that she's doing okay. because she's actually somebody that I rely on. There's times where I come in at 30% and she picks me up there and there's times where she comes in at 30% and I have to come in with the other 70. Mm -hmm. Right. But I think that that's something that's so important. So even in the world of business, when you're building a business with somebody, I mean, even the business that we're building, bro, is that like I may lack or you may lack on a certain episode or something like that. And you, we pick each other up. Right. But that's the world of business. That's the world of relationships. It's all about building those strong relationships. And I think that leadership is one of those qualities that have to happen, whether it be at home, whether it be in a, in a love romantic relationship, whether it be in a partnership, anything like that. But that's kind of a little bit different. I'll be, I'm going to hold, hold the opposition side. Um, that's kind of different than what kind of, at least the way we were brought up, because at, le at least from, you know, from being from, from Durango, shout out from Durango, right? But la, la, el costumbre es que el hombre llega, de la, llega, llega a la casa del trabajo y luego se sienta, ¿verdad? Y luego la mujer está cocinando, cocina, la, la, las trastes, los hijos ahí están corriendo, ¿verdad? Y luego ya, ya, ya no hace nada, ya no hace nada, ¿verdad? Y no, no, nunca pregunta pues que la relación de la, con la mujer y el hombre está tan natural y bien. Like you never really know. And then as a kid growing up, and in a lot of Mexican households, because I know, because a lot of, like, just, you know, from everyone we speak to is... It's like, that's the costumbre. It's like the machismo. It's like, I do this. And then anything showing emotion, like even the conversation we're having now, bro, would be, look, this doesn't look too strong I'm in the Mexican. I'm crying right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> I don't bet. 
So I'm just saying, like, you know, it's kind of interesting the way we're speaking, but that's not how we were brought up. Because we were brought up shown different. So now we're kind of changing that. We're changing that shift. You, you said something right now. Uh, we grew up with, like, gender roles, bro. And same thing. I come from a family like that. And I think as a Hispanic, we all do, bro. As just yeah. Latinos. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I mean, that's how our parents were raised. And, and that's what we have. But I think for me, honestly, you carry some of those, those fundamentals with you, right? And then you kind of make a difference a little bit, right? Um I'm I'm all about being a servant, bro. Even at home, like my mentality's changed so much, bro, throughout the years. That you know, when I do get married, when I do have uh, my my partner, I'm all about what can I do for you, you know? Um, being super selfless, dude. You got to be selfless because you're selfless at home. You're selfless with the wife, with, with with your girl, with with the kids, bro. You go out there and you're selfless to your team. And then when you're selfless to your team, I can guarantee you, and I'm talking from experience, your team is not letting you down. Your team will not let you down. When I was going through whole my, my whole divorce and my whole like rough parts of my life, dude, the girls, the servers, bro, solid, 100%, taking me lunch, we got you, what do you need, hey, are you good for this week, what events you got, and that's not their job, their job is to show up the day of, not text me throughout the week, but when, when you become selfless, and when you have a strong leadership, bro, I can guarantee you, bro, anything I love, you don't have to shoot a text, they'll look for you, and they'll look for you in a way where... I got you, bro. What's you're up? saying you're saying that, man, and I'm just I want to give a huge shout out right now to two of my business partners. Okay. Uh, in the World Shakers Conference, and those are my two sisters. In a time where where I really I God know only Lord knows I I really needed them. Uh, Clarissa and Selena, shout out to you guys because when you say selfless, I think about these two girls. I think about leaders in their space. I think about women that honestly like. If it wasn't for them, I I definitely wouldn't be in the position I am today, bro. And I can't wait for you for you to meet them. Um. But Clarissa and Selena have been just so in, in incredibly selfless. Beautiful. Um, and everything that they do, like they go above and beyond. They're there to serve. They're there to help. They're there to be a voice to listen to. And 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 I think that when you're building a team, it's really important to have people that are also selfless around you, mm-hmm. right? When you're recruiting people or you're you're wanting to have employees or whatever the case may be, you want to create that culture um, in your organization is surround yourself with people that are selfless. And I think that as a leader, sometimes one of the things that you guys have to do as well as leaders or that we should all do, right? And I'm sure you could probably attest to this is that have core values so that when you're hiring people, you have a list of core values. So you go interview an employee or a potential employee, or you go interview a potential agent that's going to come onto your team. What are the core values that they stand for? Right? Because at the end of the day, things could go left, things could go right. What are the core values that, what are their intentions, right? Are they someone that's going to be selfless? Are they going to be someone that with integrity? Are they going to be someone that's going to respect you? Like all of these things are really important. I could teach you the mechanics of the business and how to cook, how to serve and all those things, but I can't teach you core values. So when you're hiring people, know that they have to have those core values that align with your vision and your business or your organization. I think that's something that's really big. So let's talk about some core values then. Um, What are your some core values, bro? That you could say, like, you have, at least for your business, you know, your businesses, the people that you've grown and and have grown up to be a leader, like, what are some things that you kind of emphasize on and that you live by? Honestly, my core values are very simple. I, I, I was listening to you, to you talk, Pablo, and my for me, dude, it, I think less, I've learned this growing up and, and from as a kid, less is more. You don't want to have a list of a, a million core values, bro. Keep it simple. Two, three core values and impl- uh, implement them throughout your life and... and to do you well. The first one for me is what we just talked about. Be 
having a team, being first of all, being yourself where you're selfless as a person, and then building a team that is on the same mentality as you, right? I, I would I would hire different servers, and if I saw um, that they didn't have the same drive as me, the same mentality as me, being selfless, they don't go above and beyond for not for me, for the person we're serving, for the client that hired me, right? Um, I don't need you part of my team. I really don't. If you're a, a prep or a cook or a dishwasher, and you're not going above and beyond in the kitchen. Simple stuff, bro. Picking up after yourselves, you know, cleaning, wiping down tables, or doing the the smallest things. I don't need you part of my team. I really don't. And I'm gonna give you like the dumb example ever, and, and not to to my own horn, but it's just what we're talking about. I'm driving around. If you look at the back of my truck right now, there's an empty box of of uh, moleros. I didn't drink them. <laughs> I didn't drink them, but it was laying around. I'm driving around, I picked it up, I threw it in the truck. I'll throw away. I'll throw away later, right? Why? Because that's in my. It comes out naturally, bro. Like it's trash. It's belong on the ground. I'm throwing the truck, so I'll be laying around. And then when I get to a trash can or a dumpster, I'll dump it out. That is called. You can say being selfless. That's called, I guess, um, some type of like your work ethic as, as you bring it up, right? Um, and that those are the core values that I run by, bro. Doing the, the dumbest little things that nobody sees. A lot of people like to do the dumbest little things, but are, are, are looking behind their back to see who's watching them. Like, for what? Who cares who's watching? Do it. You know what I'm saying? One day you're going to bump into the right person at the right time, and guess what? Everything, all the dumb little things you were doing, they're going to pay off that one day, bro. And it's happened to me many times, bro. A lot of doors have opened up because I did the dumb little things that nobody wanted to do, and a lot of times when nobody saw that's interesting, bro. And you talked about that, too, with your media guy. Remember you told us a story, like, you are like, um, not only are you going to be filming content, but after, you're going to help out the, you know, take out the trash or whatever we got to do. That's Those are the qualities that you're talking about being selfless because someone selfish would be like, yo, I only get paid. To, I'm only getting paid to, you know, shoot your content, bro. I'm not shooting. I'm not getting paid to take out the trash or help you out with dishes type thing. And I know you mentioned that with one of your um, – with a couple of your guys, and that's why your team is strong. Yeah, yeah. we call it filling the gap. We were yeah. talking about it. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. I, I have a, a media team, and, and both of the guys, they know. I think they already have it in them, but it's just uh, what, yeah. what what I what I wanted to implement as a team, right? I got two media that's guys. Strong. I got two media guys, and, and um, I don't need them at my events recording every second thing that I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Or that we're doing. There's a point in time where trash can gets filled up. The girls are doing their thing. I'm over here doing my thing. And I'm busy. They're busy. You're on the camera. I don't need you recording. You already got this content. Drop the camera. Pick up the trash. Dump it out. Put it in the trash bag. At the end of the night, help the girls load up the truck. Because sometimes there's events where I have I have to go one-on-one, sit down with the client, talk to him, you know, break down. How did the day go? How did the event go? How was your food? Um, and there's just little things that you implement to your team, right? And, and That's a system, bro. And you kind of brought me into your life right now, your restaurant life. Like... What's the system like when you are doing a, a, a nice event like that? Like where you talked about a little bit earlier, whether you got all these roles and you kind of have a little bit of an idea of what everybody's doing. You talk about a mic during your event. What are a couple of things that you could kind of talk about running a successful either a dinner, which is similar to like an event for us? Well, I besides being the chef, bro, I, I've, I've ran a lot of events. Um, um, you guys are throwing one on Saturday, bro. I've done events where up to a thousand people where, where I was, I'm able co- to coordinate, right? Big wedding, six, 700 people, bro. Um, and I think that uh, it's just, you implement a system. Number one, 
you you find a solid team. You execute before months before the event. You sit down with the people you're, you're going to be working with, and you you plan a game. Uh, sorry, you 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 plan yeah a game plan. Um, what's going to happen that day, mm-hmm. and how are we going to get there? We, do we need vendors? Do we need people? Do we need food? Do we ex whatever you need? Right, you plan it. Day comes, you execute it, and you guys as the leaders, you're supposed to put everybody doing at their task, right? Especially if you're doing a big event. Me as a leader, um, I have a mic. I mean, I have an earpiece on me. I'm, I don't really talk too much on it, but I'm listening to what other people are saying. Everybody on my team. I got elite servers. I got other chefs. I got media team. Everybody's on the radio saying, okay, we got going. This going on. I'm listening because I just want to be up to date on what's happening. Because on my head, I got a million and one things running, right? right? Right. On top of that, I've been planning this event for months in advance prepping doing all these things where i'm already tired right mentally physically i'm tired mentally i gotta be there you know so i think uh to you implement systems and you just copy and paste them whether your event is 10 people or a thousand people it, it, the system's the same bro what one thing that you told me too bro after was after your event you you don't let everybody go home yeah. you kind of debrief you have to i think it's it's super important bro you 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 have a startup meeting you make sure everybody knows exactly what they're doing Throughout the day, throughout the event, you're running around and you're, as you're busy doing your own thing that you have to do, you're checking what everybody else is doing. At the end of the night, you don't let nobody go until you break, you have a breakdown meeting. How did everything go? Did we accomplish what we were going to do? Um, and you give, you ask everybody to give you a little breakdown. Okay, I was at the door and this happened. I was at the bar and this happened. I was doing this and this happened. All right, perfect. All right, guys, next event, we're going to do the same thing or we're going to adjust little things here and there and you go you do that bro you, you don't let people leave and and not know what happened at your event you know it's just a good strategy to implement for like events you know because you you host these amazing dinners for and events like so it's just good to know for us that we're throwing our events and you know coming up where like those are things that we can now implement you know going forward that's um, a that's a big thing man Yo, bro, I'm sure we could probably be here for, for many more hours and talking about just different qualities and strategies and stuff like that as we kind of wrap it up. What are some of the things that you have coming on and what are some of the things that people maybe could look forward to? How could they get in contact with you? And, and uh, yeah, I guess any closing thoughts that you kind of want to share? Yeah, cool, man. Um, just to kind of close out, um, you guys you guys are going to see me more with, with these two these two studs on, on the social media. So, uh any network event, I mean, that, that we are able to connect with whoever's watching, um, man, I'm, I'm more than happy to sit down and, and connect with you guys on, in every possible way. Like I said, um, I'm in a whole different industry than most of your your uh, your audience, bro, but um, I'm the type of dude that I'll, I'll plug in and I'll make it happen and whatever you need. Um, but uh, what I got coming up in the next couple, you can say, next couple uh, gigs is, you know, um, my ultimate goal right now is, is to open up my first restaurant, right? Um, and create leaders based off of that. You know, my ultimate goal in having a restaurant is, um, I think my vision is making sure that I do everything that I've done for 17 years, implement it into the restaurant, and be able to provide employment for others, put food on people's tables, right? Hire people and, you know, they're going to come to work and they can put food on, on the family's tables. And then try to use a restaurant for... for um, outside events, you know, to, to benefit the community, to benefit churches, to benefit nonprofits, uh, to benefit people like you guys with your meetings and stuff like that. Um, that goes with being selfless. I honestly, the, people say, I want a restaurant for me. Every ultimate 
goal as a chef is to to have a restaurant, bro. And yes, you're the face of it, you're everything of it. But for me, it's more of a I want to have a restaurant to benefit others. You know what I mean? I, uh, that's the ultimate Serve, goal for me. Servant, yeah. servant, servant, selfless, bro. I mean, honestly, you can call it whatever you want to call it, but at the end of the day, that's kind of what my vision is, bro. Having an establishment where people can go have a good time, leave their burdens or worries at home, bro. Um, come in, have some good food, have some good drinks, and then. You know, if I'm able to sit down and shake their hand and talk to him, bro, I mean, I think it's a cherry on top. That's awesome, bro. Thank you for sharing that. And I, I know that whatever the next thing is, you're going to be extremely successful with those leadership qualities. Uh, Mondo, you want to talk a little bit about the, the leadership event as well that, that we're mm. planning on, on yeah. holding as well? Yeah, that's going to be a huge one. I mean, it's going to be here at the office. I think the last turnout was amazing with Mar the marketing one we did with Jose. You guys saw the videos on that one. That one was packed. Um, we had people outside the doors. Um, I, I already know it's going to be the same kind of turnout for ours. And this, the same essence of your mission is going to be the same. That's going to be the, the center point of that of that event that we're going to be having. So we're going to be announcing the date very soon. Or do we have a date already? No, we don't have a date yet, but we'll definitely be dropping it on the on the socials. Yeah, that'll be all over. So you guys will see that. And that's going to be you know invited to everybody. And that's going to be mainly what we talked about today. And more, I'll we'll carry on with a couple of key points that I know Miguel wants to talk about and, and Pablo as well. So it's going to be amazing to see. So you're not going to want to miss that one, bro. But, yo, thank you so much, bro, for, for being here, man. It was sick. No, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Um, like I said, it's a pleasure being part of uh, the, the circle. And I appreciate you guys uh, bringing me in. Oh, yeah, we're um, tight. And, I mean, I, I kind of, whoever's watching, all the audience that's watching, Follow these guys on Instagram. These guys are both killing it in each each of their industries. And all of a sudden, they just teamed up, and they're making something big happen. And I'm glad that I'm able to be uh, in the backside just watching everything happen. Give me your IG, bro. IG for me is Chef underscore Miguel Reyes. That's the only social media I got. That's right, too. Yeah. There it is, bro. Well, thanks for coming on, bro. And and we'll definitely we – got a, we got a nice couple of days here lined up together and we a do, lot of things coming do. up soon. So. For everybody, we always like to say, you know, if you if you if you found value in this episode, make sure you like, subscribe, share it with a friend, share it with a leader, share it with somebody that that uh, could really benefit from this knowledge, man. And and Miguel, thank you so much for coming on the platform, you know, uh, you know, sharing your wisdom and 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 your story, bro. And yeah, guys, just get ready because we got a lot of things coming with our boy here. So as always, if nobody loves you, just know that Pablo and Armando love you. <laughs> Educate and elevate is here okay. to help inspire and elevate leadership, entrepreneurship, and everything finance. So we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace. There you go.